0: Can't get enough of
1: the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are
0: here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
2: Very sexy robot.
1: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
2: My mother had a bad experience with these goats.
1: Let's hump the fence.
0: It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right,
2: here we go. We can do a podcast. What's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. You know we were talking about... Um, you're talking about female artists, I guess, in particular today during yes. the Boomer and Geo show, which you uh, co-hosted with the Boomer being out. And we're talking about like uh, the longevity of some of the female artists like Katy Perry and, yeah. and how many hits that she have over time. And it got me thinking, too. And Gio was talking about um, uh, when you do a Las Vegas residency, does that mean you're done creating and you're just mm-hmm. relying on your old music and that sort of thing? But it got me thinking, though, because like the Rolling Stones put out a new album last week. Right. And it is getting good reviews. Like, is it really? Yeah. But... Where I, do you hear it? Right. Well, you'd have to know it's on Spotify yeah. or something, right? I don't know why there isn't interest in new music from people we loved Old. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I don't know if it's just because, like, do we assume people only have a certain amount of artistry in them and then they run out.
1: Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I, you know, if... Like, the, I can give you an example. The Chili Peppers still come out with yeah. CDs. I go get their music. You do. Because I'm interested in it. I will tell you, none of what they've done in their last two albums compares to their older stuff. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. It's not bad. It's okay. But I'm not... I don't know. It, now... Partly maybe because I don't hear it over and over again on K-Rock like I used to. Um, Whether I like the song or not, if I listened to K-Rock back in the day or even until they changed formats to WINS even a couple years ago, you would hear the song over and over and over again. Now it's now I go, I get it. If it doesn't automatically click with me, I go, I move on. Yeah. There's no I repetition. You're like right. I will give you an example: the Adventures of Raindance Maggie, who that? Was, that was the Chili Peppers. That was like their latest single, probably five years ago. I want to say because I went to, I went to see them in concert that summer or fall, whatever it was, and that was their album. And you know they still open up the show with Can't Stop, and they do all the classics. But in the middle, they gave you a few of the newer songs, and that was one of them. And it was the most recognizable because that's the first one they released. So I listened to it and I listened to it a couple of times and after like listen to it three or four times like, eh. So anytime it would come up on Spotify as opposed to the radio, eh, next. Right. And I don't get into it as opposed to when I would be listening to K Rock and I'm locked in. I'm not I'm not changing the channel. I'm on K rock. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I think that could be a big part of it.
2: You're right. I think about that too. It's so funny now, like you know, hearing songs over and over again on the radio versus now where it'd be like, uh, oh So and so just put out a new record. I'll give that a few seconds, right? And you go, "Mm, not interested in that track. Mm, mm, mm." Yeah. As opposed to being locked into it. Right. And it took this group or individual a year to two years to put that together. And I just gave it a total of 15
1: seconds. Yeah. To decide whether I'm going to consume it again. You've watched enough music documentaries. What do they always tell you? Something's got to connect in those first 20 seconds to get someone interested.
2: I also liked uh, the thing that I did like about. Music on the radio was th- that the record company and the radio station would work a particular single. Mm-hmm. Now a Rolling Stones record will come out and it just be like, "Here's 14 songs." Correct. I'm like, okay, w- tell me what one to listen to over and over again to see if I like it. Right. You know, I would like that, and they still sometimes on Spotify they'll they'll put out like this is the single, but mm-hmm. it's not the same it's when it's not, the not on same. the radio.
1: It is not, and I don't know why because it's the same music coming out of your speaker. But it's also, to me, it's also like watching, and you're living this life now. I'm not yet. It's also like watching live TV as opposed to being off the grid and watching your apps. Yeah. I feel like there's something real still about watching live TV because if something goes on, someone can break in and tell you, hey, we've got an emergency. Yeah. You're on Netflix. You're on Netflix. Yeah. If the world's ending, I wouldn't know. No. And that's again, that seems weird. I still have trouble crossing that over to that part of just the streaming. Yeah. Very odd.
2: That makes sense. Yeah. Also, it's funny. There's a, there's an old website that I still check out every once in a while. It's very much just our industry. It's the New York radio message board. Is that still a thing? It's still a thing. I still go on it. Really? Every once in a while. There's never anything of, there's not, occasionally there's something interesting, but someone on that, message board asked, they they wrote, hey, the Rolling Stones have a new album out. Mm-hmm. Why would Q104, which is the classic rock station in town, why would they not play that? I would think they would play it immediately. But they don't because it's not... That station is playing...
1: Classic hits, not new music.
2: Yeah, much like CBS FM for our company. They're not playing new they want every song that you hear there that you know it already
1: but do you remember when free as a bird came out by the beatles yeah it was like their first new song if i if i remember correctly q1043 yeah played that song for the entire morning song ended they started it again so they did it for 4 hours yeah cuz it was the beatles and it was something new so i'm surprised that they wouldn't play one of their classic artists new song
2: yeah, I agree. And K-Rock back in the day when it was Howard Stern and the Moral Morning Classic Rock all day, they used to do what they would call Yesterday and Today sets. I remember that. Where they went might play uh, Start Me Up by the Stones and then this new something off the new record, yeah. which I always thought was cool.
1: I think that's a very cool idea.
2: Yeah, but so, that was still seems like when we were accepting new music from older artists on the radio.
1: I guess. I see. I think I would accept it more on the radio.
2: Yeah, like I'd like to new, hear what the Stones consider their new single. Yeah, even if it's awful.
1: Yeah, I'd like to at least give it a try. Yeah, also goes to show how hard it is for older artists to break through now.
2: Yeah, and I try to uh, like here just for bumper music, the music coming mm-hmm. out of breaks. I'm looking for songs that have good intros, right? Instrumental intros. But I also like to play some new things just to keep it fresh for me, keep it fresh for the audience. Right. So, like, I'll play the—I the, the I have a new Gaslight Anthem song I play, one or two of those, new Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. new Blink-182. There's a new Green Day song. Right. And I play them all just because they are rocking intros. But—and then, for, so for somebody like the Stones, they're on for TV for whatever reason. There's a list of artists. No playlist on the no playlist for TV for right. music rights reasons, yeah. different than radio. But the Rolling Stones are on that. Or I would be yeah. fishing through that record for something that sounds rockin' that I could play. What I would... suppose I can play it on the warm-up show. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. I'll play something off the new Stones record, Jerry.
1: What would you say has been, give me an older band that's had a popular song breakthrough in the last year? And For me, I don't know if it was last year or two. The ones, the one, and they're not old, but one of the older alternative rock bands that's come out with a new album is Weezer. A little bit of love, that song pops right from the beginning, and yeah. the moment I heard it, I liked it. Yeah, I can't think of one because other than Foo Fighters, but they okay.
2: never really went away because
1: no, they and started later. did Weezer, really.
2: Yeah, but like Green Day's got this new record out, put out and no, I I didn't even know they had a new album didn't out. Hear anything?
1: I didn't know. In fact, one of the guys from I the record,
2: one of the guys from the Green Day record company, I guess who knows Geo through the country music guys, he knows, uh, texted to Geo the one day when I played the new Green Day mm-hmm. bumper as mu- uh, bumper music. It's like, oh, did someone just play the new Green Day? Because that's exciting for them because they're not getting
1: radio play. You would, th- you know, it's a, maybe they do do it. I don't know. Like if you were managing Green Day right now and you had a new album. And a new single, whatever. I would do everything I could to get those guys in here. Yeah, I'd go to sports talk radio. Like, absolutely, that's your audience. You're right. And if you look around,
2: it's interesting because another, you know, another thing I look at this Barrett sports media. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he aggregates a lot of uh, articles about the sports media industry and writes a lot of articles. And when the when the radio ratings come out around the country. The sports stations in a lot of towns is the number one yeah. listen to radio station. Right. And you're right. Your audience that was listening to K-Rock that was playing the same Green Day songs over mm-hmm. and over again, they've moved over to sports radio. Yeah. So That's why us. wouldn't you bring those guys? You're right. 100%. Play the song through in its entirety one time. People are excited. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't
1: know why they don't That's, do that. It would be so much on my radar right now. It's, yeah. Listen, I'm not saying don't go into Sirius. You you do that tour too. But I would be on the phone with every top radio station that has a core audience of men 25 to 54, because that's their audience, and get them in here. Yeah, you and know, I wonder, like, do they do, so like Blink-182,
2: are they going on the Tonight Show and Jimmy Kimmel and doing a new I song? Know. I don't know. Don't know. That was the other place I used to find people on, Letterman. Letterman. Right. And, and then when Conan O'Brien, he was, Conan O'Brien was coming up was starting out when the alternative rock movement was starting out. So he was the only guy back then putting those wow. guys on the air, like Radiohead and yeah. groups like that. Didn't know that. Yeah, it's interesting. I just I wondered like when and I'm I'll fall into that. Legitimately only at this point, if Bruce Springsteen puts out a new record, I'll listen to it. All but the way through. That's pretty much it. But that's it. And I love all these other yeah. bands. I just I need to I need to hear it and I need someone to tell me by playing me what they think is the single, right. I need someone in the industry.
1: So if I go on Spotify right now, Rolling Stones yeah. is there,
2: yeah, and it'll tell me what the new single is. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna. It'll give it tell a you t-
2: what the new single
1: is. I'm gonna give it a try, and it's
2: a rocking song because I gave it a total of four seconds, Jerry, before I <laughs> shut it off. You uh, gave uh, it four and seconds. It was rocking, and then I remembered, oh, I can't play it. Because of TV.
1: That's pretty funny. But I can
2: play it on the warm-up show because we're not on TV. All
1: right, so I got to search Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, Jerry. All right. I'm going to give this a try. All right. What do you think my last searches were on Spotify? Mm, pink. Uh, number two, yes. Because oh. I wanted, I didn't have the effing perfect song. Okay. I, mean, I don't want to say so it. So what was the other one? Uh, Highway 61 by Bob Dylan. Oh, that's a good one. Only because. Now, okay, now this goes back to listening to the radio station. Because I notice when Sal and BT do their five questions or whatever, they use the beginning of that song in their open. Oh, okay. With the what do you call that thing that makes a harmonica? It's not a harmonica. Slide whistle? Maybe that's what it is. They use that and uh, yeah, Little River Band. I don't know why it starts change. Them. Maybe, but I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. And Fireball, that's the name of the song by Pitbull. Fireball. Those are my last four. Okay. Last I don't know searches. that one. Right, now I'm gonna put Rolling Stones in. Like a rolling stone. Yes, exactly. You know, during the show
2: today, CeeLo played a clip of Bobby Knight from back in the day. Yeah. In a serious interview when they asked him how he'd like to be remembered and what he would want on his gravestone. Okay. And Bobby Knight gave a very thought out answer. Yes. If you're his family, do you... Put that on his gravestone? Yeah, do you yes, honor that?
1: I would. I do too. If well, If they know about it. If they remember know about, about it, it and if it's something he's talked to them about yeah you know you get to a site I clearly you get to an age where you start thinking about all that stuff and you start making arrangements while you're still walking this earth um I would think that you would have left that for them to please do I would think
2: this is what I want Jerry if I pass while we're doing the show all right this will serve as
1: your wishes
2: yeah only if I'm only if I pass away while I'm still working at WFn okay Al Dukes, 1969 to whatever. Pretty cool guy. Okay.
1: You don't want any pretty cool, boring guy? No, no. no, Pretty cool guy. Okay. Pretty cool. You got it. Thank you. you You're welcome. Now, do me a favor. Let's not pass away anytime soon.
2: Yeah, because then you're going to have to tell my parents, like, he did want pretty cool
1: guy on on his gravestone. Why not just end? Like, what's the point? We all have an end date. We do. Like, Well, that's why they say you
2: shouldn't get upset about
1: Oh, I, trust me. I, I'm well aware. But why do we are aware, but why do we still do it? Because emotions still, you can't control emotions. That's yeah. why. That's why you can sit there and tell yourself not to get worked up over things all you want. I give you a good one. Like just, and this is just like in the, and this could go for anything, I suppose, when you're in the middle of something. But like when I think back to all the, and there weren't many of them, but when you get into these like little league battles, it's like, that is such a finite time in your adult life when you are coaching your kids or around it is literally could be a four to six year period and you get like all this anxiety and, sh- and then all of a sudden they're not playing anymore. And like, it's like, it's never happened. Right. It's like, so why put yourself just, who gives a crap Just move on? But, yeah, but we all get wrapped up in things. We get wrapped
2: up in it and no matter how many times you read it, you hear from somebody about it that says you don't get wrapped up in these things cuz it doesn't matter and you think about it, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You get I get I go right back into it.
1: Yeah. It's it's always that's the way it goes. When you go on vacation, yeah. You hit that beach the first day or the second day and you're like, "You know what? I need to chill out. More. Like this is the way it needs to be and I need to this is the level I need to be at." My head space nice and clear. And then you get home and you come back to work and you're happy to be back at work for a day or two. And by Wednesday, you're like, oh, yes. And it's not the job. It's just that you're back to waking up in the middle of the night. And it's just I got this and I got that. And what the hell happened to that guy that was on the beach last week?
2: Yeah. And I think about it now. uh, Mark Chernoff, who used to uh, run WFA and for Mm -hmm. many years. Yeah. Yeah. So he's now on one of the local Jersey Shore stations on the weekend. He does fill in work and he's on the weekend. He sounds so happy being a music DJ. Yeah, sure. Sounds thrilled. But I think about him and I think about how many years he worked here and had to balance and handle fight. and fight the egos. Mike Francesa, Craig, sometimes, you know, I miss. I miss Howard Stern, fight and argue against the sales. Group who wants to push things on the air that he didn't want on the air. And now none of that ever comes up. Like no. all of that's like now it's over, but what's in his head now that was like, that was, that had to be an all-consuming, all consuming all because Mark was here at five, oh, my God. five, five o'clock, o'clock in, in the morning, the morning yeah. and he was leaving at six in the afternoon yeah. yeah, and driving home, taking forever. Yeah. So that had to be totally consuming for him. Yeah. You're now in charge. He's clear.
1: Now he's clear. Yeah. And money's not, I think he's made a lot of money yeah. in, his, in his career. So I don't think money's an issue for him. So he can go work at a small station and just do what he loves. Right. As a work hobby. I mean, I'm going to call it work. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. Yeah. But he is on the radio and he's doing what he finds to be a lot of fun. He sounds so happy. Yeah. It's so bizarre
2: for having, we would see him here and he had a lot on his plate. And yeah. So it's so funny to hear him just so joyous.
1: Yep. <laughs> on the radio DJing music. Like the probably like the happy grandfather that we always talk oh, about. Yeah. He was with his grandkids. Right. No question. But just to
2: think of all the time he worried about things
1: and then it ended. And now no worry. No worry other than the health of your family. Right. That's all you're worried about now. Because you did what you did. You had a great career. Hey, probably I I'm surprised not in the Radio Hall of Fame, maybe for the run he had here. Maybe he will be at some point. I don't know. But made a lot of money. Left a mark, and now can just be free and have fun. Right. Well, he ran, like,
2: N-E-W for a long time, K-Rock for a long time, F-A-N, back to K-Rock, back to
1: F-A-N. Like, he he did a lot of things. Yes, he did. And it just comes and goes, which is why every time I walk in, I always tell you. It's like, all right, when is the last time I'm going to walk through these hallways? You don't know. Yeah, you never know about anything like that in your life, right? No, you don't know. I mean, I have an idea in my mind of when I would like it to end. But I don't know what management thinks, huh? No, right. we are going for another contract in February, and they're like, hmm, you know what? It's enough. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? It means hand over your key card and go home. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't know. I think, we,
2: I think about that now just driving in, not about work, but about the dangers of being on the road at sure. any time of day. Oh, yeah. But, like, as I'm driving, I'm like... The amount of deer
1: I see on the highway, I go, that one walks in front of me now. I could, that could end it. 100%. There's no doubt, no doubt about it. My friend, a friend of mine is a cop in Middlesex County. Yeah. I mean, he, some of the, the, the accident scenes he has to go to are just, there's, they're, they're heartbreaking. Happens every day in every city in this country and in the world. You have this stuff happening. What the hell's going on in Israel? And I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So, Yep. Yeah, it's weird. And yeah. like how
2: you left your house. Right. I'm like, I'm, I live by myself. Yeah. So if anything crazy ever happened to me, like somebody's going into my house and seeing where how I left everything. That is the, very true. The yeah. last time I walked out the door. That is very true. Very weird. Yeah. That life, Jerry, it can change in an instant. An end. Right.
1: And end, in an instant. And end, in an instant. Uh, even like with the, with the news that Bobby Knight passed away. Yeah. Like, you know, we hadn't heard from him in a long time. Didn't really know how he was doing. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's gone. Like, that legendary lunatic career that he had. It's like, that's it. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Like, Bill Parcells' career is over. And that's why I always think about people when they retire, if they don't have a game plan, they had somewhere to go every day. And whether it was their choice or not, all of those years of being somebody, and you're always somebody, I don't mean you're still someone's husband, wife, pub, I don't mean that. But, I mean, in terms of an authoritative figure or what you were at your place of employment, like, that's gone. Like, that chapter's over. and ain't coming back. Which is why, you know, when Matthew walked off the baseball field for the last time in, uh, in June and Kim was bawling like a little girl, I couldn't believe it. She, because you knew that was the ending. As it turned out, it wasn't. I had one. I wound up putting him in another tournament, which I didn't expect. Okay. But at the time, we thought though that was his last game on a baseball field. She was so upset. Like all those years of sitting in the rain, watching the doubleheaders, complaining that we got to go to this field and that field. She's like, I wish I could do it all over again. No, you can't. Like, right. That's that's why you got to appreciate it now. That's why I'm having fun with Gio about the soccer this morning with his daughter, and he's going to be sitting there complaining about the rain and the wind and watching his daughter. But you know what? When his daughter's 16 and she stops playing soccer, you're going to be like, I want a soccer game to go to Saturday. And you're not going to have it.
2: Yeah. It's funny what we, what you uh, complain about, but then also get used to and miss when it.
1: Yeah. And I will tell you, and I think Kim would back me up on this. I have never, ever once complained about having to go to games for my kids. And I coach them a lot, obviously in baseball, basketball I never did I look forward to it it's never been a burden I don't care what the weather I mean yes I want it to be warmer but I've gone out and I buy the heating things I got a heated vest like I'll do what I have to do but it's always been enjoy it because I know it's going to be over I used to see it with my friends who had older kids they'd be lost they'd come watch my kids play because they know what nothing to do so I've never been the type and I got friends that complain about it all oh my god we're going here now all right well then don't play what do you want from us like I love it it's almost over
2: yeah I think about that even uh, my complaining about my dog all the time. Sure. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I got a dog. Like, that responsibility that I that I didn't need someone who doesn't like any responsibility. Yep. Uh, and I do know also one time, like, when the dog passes away at some point, I will miss the dog when I come home and there's not a dog Of course there. you will.
1: The dog's become part of your routine yeah. in your life. Yes. There's no you. You might even shed a tear.
2: I might shed a tear for that. Uh, I think Jerry. you might. Yeah very possible especially when you look at like like a dog only lives like i think once you get to even and again nothing guaranteed with dogs humans no. anything but i think once you get to like 10 11 12 years old of the dog that you just got to start being like huh no oh,
1: especially a bigger dog yeah, yeah. like yep. mm. there's no doubt like our cats they give you know, what's a cat live for so an indoor cat yeah can live upwards of 20 years damn now our the cat that we first got from my niece which we didn't want but we wound up taking her in she passed away at she died at 18 wow and was going great yeah and then all of a sudden she developed a tumor or something but she was she might have been closer to 19 she was 18 ish um and so it depends that we also have indoor cats when they're outdoor cats a lot, lot lot um they don't live as long. Oh, yeah. They're out there fighting, Jerry. Right. But our cat, God almighty, our cats live better than some humans. I mean, really. Oh, an indoor cat in a nice family? Air conditioning. Oh, my God, Heat, fed all the time, treats, sleep where you want. You got a nice, clean litter box. I mean, they have the world by the balls, those cats. Do you think animals are affected by, like,
2: um, if, if you're fighting with your wife or arguing with your kids, like, do you- I think
1: dogs are – I think dogs 100% pick up on moods and tone. Yes. Yeah, because, like, Gina and I were arguing the other weekend, and I I was, like – I was
2: feeling bad. Like, we were arguing in front of the dog. And I was like, I think these dogs are sensitive. Uh,
1: She definitely could have noticed. Right. Again, your tone. I think – I don't – I really don't believe that animals understand words. I know some people think dogs understand words. I think they pick up on tone. Um. Which is why when you call them the same way, yeah, they respond to it. So just because your dog is named Whimsy, I don't think Whimsy hears Whimsy and runs to you. I think you probably say it very similarly a lot. I could go clumsy. <laughs> and I Yes, you should running. try that today. Yeah. Clumsy girl. You should try that. And if she comes over to you, you know it's the tone. Yeah. But I do think that they're affected by the tone. If you're yelling and screaming and you seem angry. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I mean you, the the a pet has really hit the
2: lottery. If they one get adopted into a home yes and it's a good home yep and there's not a lot of chaos in Correct. the home. i mean that is the that's the human
1: lottery and the animal lottery our cats have hit the have hit the yeah. lottery
2: right like it's great
1: yes very much so there's nothing to be concerned about
2: right they have no
1: concerns the food's always there someone's always home or coming home shortly in late. our house yeah, yeah because i'm home so early they don't spend and even when we're not home there's two of them yeah they can right. run around the house with each other they keep each other company they do. I wonder, too, like when um, – like if I I'll give you this
2: one. So if I'm I'm walking my dog by myself, mm-hmm. I don't really say anything. I'm walking a, a dog. I'm out in the open. I'm not going to be talking to myself. But if I'm on the phone, I'm talking a one-way talk. Does the dog wonder why am I so talkative on this walk and I'm not normally walking and talking, or
1: do they – No idea. No idea, right? Nor will we ever know. Right. <laughs> Unless you – transform into a dog or you come back in your next life if you believe in that yeah as a dog <laughs> do we ever give me a sign if i come
2: back as a dog i better go to, i better hit the dog lottery and go to a nice family
1: right you could hit hell and end up in you no know, yeah. dog fighting
2: right? i don't want to be in dog fighting i don't want to be one of those dogs that's on the beach in aruba who's with all its nipples out because it's been pregnant a thousand times yeah looking for any scrap it can yeah. eat. yeah Terrible. I want a good dog, Jerry. I All right, you. let's do the warm-up show. All hey, right. tomorrow's Friday, Jerry. Yeah. Damn. I said this week went pretty fast. Cool games tomorrow. There better be good ones, because if there's not, I'm, I'm oh, retiring
1: I'm. tomorrow on the spot. You're not retiring. We're wearing e- a bikini. We do have eagles Cowboy Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: And by the way, I also think Jets-Chargers is a cool game. Uh, it's a fun game. I so agree. agree. Yeah,
1: What's well, up doing doing now, Jerry? I'm more with you.
2: Do it tomorrow Yeah. at 520 around.
1: So Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most
2: days it doesn't oh, suck. welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Uh, if you don't hear Jerry first, it means Jerry's doing something else. He is here today. He's in place of Boomer, who's not here. So it'll be Gio and Jerry at 6. I've got Chris Lepresti. We call him CeeLo. Good morning, CeeLo. Good
0: morning, Al. Little Rock, Arkansas for the Booms today. Is that right? Uh, yes, Little Rock, Arkansas. I heard him Arkansas. say that at the end of yesterday's program. Interesting. He's,
2: uh, speaking to uh, a hospital. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I he did was gonna tell him. Eddie hit that drop quite a few times at the end it, of the
2: show. How to do surgeries. I guess they are
0: <laughs> falling behind on
2: their uh, following up it's a things. very versatile man. Very versatile. He's mm-hmm. going to let them know how to do, uh, what do you call those uh, surgeries when they don't cut you open? They just go through like a tiny arthroscopic? hole. Arthroscopic? Yeah, arthroscopic. Mm-hmm. I had that option when I had a hernia. They go, oh, we could do this arthroscopically. Arthroscopically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have to give you a catheter because they have to collapse your bladder to flatten it. <laughs> oh, I was like,
0: God. I'm out. You passed on that. Cut me open. I just whatever you need to do other yeah. than that.
2: My one goal in life is to make it till my death before I have to get a catheter. That's a good goal. I am not getting a catheter. That is just not well, happening.
0: It might come a point in time where it's 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 beyond your choice. That will beyond kill your me. Control. Then. You can have them without you even knowing it's happening. Right, that's the problem. Yeah. Right, if you go, you're just gonna wake up and <laughs> oh, there it is, <laughs> there it is,
2: <laughs> <laughs> catheter in your schween. <laughs> not good. Uh, see, love the World Series came to an end last night, which means the baseball yeah. season is officially over. There's a
0: bear bleep in the woods, thirty
2: degrees outside, yeah. so that is uh, perfectly fitting. Jerry's Texas Rangers won it all. He was uh, pulling. He he mentioned the Rangers preseason.
0: Did he? Yeah. Wow. As the team, he was going to be before they following basically, you know, hired mercenary pitchers on the run. Yeah. Even though those mercenary pitchers, one of them, Jordan Montgomery, was the only one that survived. Pretty much. Okay. Jordan Montgomery, but yes, Degrom, Scherzer, not so much.
2: And then uh, the Rangers were getting no hit last night. Unbelievable. Until what the seventh inning? Yeah. Zach
0: Gallon. Yeah, Zach Gallon was shutting them down. Diamondbacks manager Tori Lavella, who went bullpen game the night before then is talking about I got all my high leverage he couldn't wait he was like I got to get these guys in they're rested they're ready to go he was basically like I'd be good with four innings from Zach Allen. and there he was in the game in the seventh
2: yep and then uh, they got their first couple of hits turned out they went at five nothing they win the World Series and there's your main man Max Scherzer celebrating like he done something
0: him You got him Araldis Chapman who was another midseason addition he was for they did that the Trophy presentation there, he was front and center, man. He Who was, was which yeah, Raldis Chapman. Oh. He was right there, basically right next to Kevin Burkhardt up front as they were getting ready to do the trophy, the MVP trophy for Seeger and Bruce Bochi and all that. Scherzer at least kind of found his place more so in the back a little bit, yeah. at least for the trophy presentation. I mean, you can't feel like even when they're giving out
2: rings, like you can't feel like I can't take this ring. Like you can't, do, you got to hide it in your junk drawer. Yeah. I, you don't wear that one out no. for the big night. Oh, so, yeah. You dressed up. Same with Jacob DeGrom. He's getting a ring, too. What did he do?
0: They're, and what? Uh, he did nothing. Maybe it was The Athletic yesterday. So maybe I, Whoever it was, they ran a story about the little feature story about DeGrom and how much he's been helping and contributing as being a great teammate. And they, like, build him as this great prankster, right? So you click and you read the story. And they, the story they tell about this prank he pulled on Max Scherzer was, like, one of the most unfunny Unimpressive pranks I think I've ever read about. And they make, they build it as if this is an incredible thing. Get quotes from Boji and other, an unnamed teammate who didn't want to, didn't, you know, he was like an anonymous teammate commenting on this prank that had to do with getting Scherzer to wear a mask on a plane. I don't know. It was silly. And I was like, really? This is what we're doing?
2: You want a real prankster? Bobby Knight is your real prankster. Bobby Knight passed away (laughs) at the age of 83.
0: Interesting transition there,
2: Al. Yeah. Uh, I knew I was like I know Bobby Knight had a crazy past, and yeah. I was trying to think of all the crazy things. Because when someone passes away, we always go all to the good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Like he was a tremendous what a basketball. The I guy had a lot
0: of weird stuff. Think he did. There was plenty of that covered I, uh, immediately upon that news coming out last night. Social media is littered with it. Oh, they did. Yeah, because I was like, let me.
2: Like, didn't he choke a dude? Didn't he? blah blah blah? I was like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So uh, this is an article from ESPN. they did a nice job of uh, here's it goes uh, summing it up for you <laughs> Summing up for you. I'll read uh, this, this very brief paragraph. Uh, he was a complex man, Bobby Knight, and a lengthy record of outbursts over the years. <laughs> he was charged and later convicted for hitting a policeman in Puerto Rico. He headbutted Indiana player Sharon Wilkerson while screaming at him on the bench. He was accused of wrapping his hands around a player's neck. And he allegedly kicked his own son. Then he, you know, people just think, oh, he threw that chair. Yeah, that's no big deal. You throw a chair across the floor against Purdue. Mm -hmm. And then there were, remember those leaked audio clips of him freaking going crazy? Sure, but
0: we've heard that from a variety of coaches and managers over the years. Bobby Knight was the original. Profane. Yeah. yeah. What a nut. He didn't exactly shy away from it. Yeah. I mean, as far as the... The profanities go. Yeah.
2: So, uh, a rest in peace, Bobby Knight, at eighty three.
0: Yeah. He died uh, in Bloomington, Indiana, where he uh, went back home. Yes. Was not well the last few years. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Hmm. I did see outside Assembly Hall, in addition to some flowers, someone did put a chair. Ah, that's good. Yes. I like that. See, I like the throwing of the chair. I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. You Can't choke players, headbutt players. Yet there are many players that will go to their grave swearing by him. Yes. You know, that and, his and, and loving him. I mean, uh, Isaiah Thomas and Mike Woodson especially, the latter, who's the current coach at Indiana, being at the very top of that list. So I, I'd i imagine like in most situations, different strokes for different folks, different relationships with different players.
2: He also gave a very bizarre interview one time with uh, Connie Chung way back in the day.
0: I'm not sure I've seen that one. Yeah, that was a weird one. Do you remember the one he did with Jeremy Shap?
1: He was Uh, very close with
0: Jeremy Schaap's father, Dick. And I think that's how that one on one got set up. I think it was one of these, you know, ESPN face to face deals. And they kind of got into it a little bit because Bob Knight felt Jeremy Schaap was interrupting him too much and being disrespectful. And they had a little bit of a a tussle back and forth. And and at some point, Bob Knight took like a long pause and looked at Jeremy Schaap and said, You got a long way to go to be as good as your dad.
2: (laughs) Say that, I don't mind either.
0: So that was, uh, that was one that I did remember that I saw floating around last night. Yeah. There's another one. Maybe we'll, if we can, play some of them throughout the course of the morning. Bleeped out, of course. Yes,
2: please. Please uh, bleep those one out. One
0: where he was doing one of these, I guess, you know, local shows that you see the coaches do. They break down a little film. They talk about the game or whatever. And he's very kind of calmly trying to answer the question, criticizing his team a little bit, disappointed. Then he, he's trying to hold it together, and he just... Snaps and gets something like rips the mic off and enough with this F show and this, that, and the other thing, you know, like just a guy that could go from zero to 100 in a hurry,
2: yeah, real quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's uh, Bobby Knight. Uh, one more thing with the World Series, uh, Corey Seeger got the MVP, yeah, and uh, it says he joins Reggie Jackson, CeeLo, yes, as the only
0: person to win a World Series MVP
2: with two different
0: teams. How about that? How about that? And also, Reggie, he and Reggie Jackson, I believe, the only position players to do it twice. Oh, is that right? I think there's only four of them, and the others are well, pitchers. Well, who normally gets some Pitchers? Sand, Sandy Koufax was, and I forget who Mark the, Gibson. There you go. Thank, thank you, Eddie. What the about two? pitchers two? and two position players. The only four won multiple World Series MVPs. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. With different teams always? Or no, no, just in general. But he and Reggie also have—they have both. When you the think two of two different teams, and then also the only position players to do it twice. When
2: you think of Reggie Jackson, you first think about him as a Yankee. I'm sure I do. Yeah, and then what's the second thing you think of him most as? <laughs> do you want me to say Naked Gun? Is that what? No, 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 no. I oh, mean okay. team wise, the A's. See, I always think Angels.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that would have fallen in line My with the Naked Gun thing. You're right. Yeah, but he won how many three with the A's? He actually three. won three uh, more with the A's than the Yankees.
1: I, I say for me, I'm a little older. I i go A's
0: for hmm. him. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I didn't see that, but I, I know yeah. of his success there. How about How
2: that? How about that, yeah. Of course, you've got to be a Yankee first, CeeLo. Well,
0: in these parts, sure. In I didn't see that parts. either, but, you know. yeah,
2: You didn't see him as a Yankee? No. How old are you? I'm 37. 37. All right. So, that would put you at... What year were you 1986. Going? 86. Mm-hmm. Great year for the Mets. Yes, it was. Oh, baby. That is a great time in my life because... I was a senior in high school when that started. I graduated 80- I'm gonna spit
0: my coffee. I out graduated there. in
2: 87, <laughs> but I was a senior in 1986 in October when the Mets were and I had been the laughing stock as a Mets fan for my entire life up until that. So it was nice that in my senior year of high school
0: got the to Mets enjoy a little bit.
2: Were the top of the food chain for one
0: year did only. you did you gloat did you give it back to people i probably gloated or did you kind of cower in the corner a i don't bit? recall all right uh, i don't recall cowering you don't recall nor gloating is cower even or do i cowering, have that wrong cowering in the corner i'm thinking of coach cower now he did not cower no anymore. he never coach cowered cower. never in his life no, no he was not a cower yeah. cower
2: we got a big football game tonight zilo we've got titans at steelers oh yeah and kenny pickett is playing as is Will Levis. As is Will Levis. Do you think Will Levis will have another
0: four touchdowns? Yeah, no, performance. I, I do not.
2: No, he's got to be going in there pretty cocky, though, right? And I think our boy Mike Tomlin will
0: have a little something ready for him. Tonight. Oh, is that right? Yeah,
2: man, I'd be going in there like you know how
0: they walk in all confident. Oh, I'm sure and he'll cocky. walk in that way. It's more about how will he walk out. <laughs> <laughs> how will he be feeling on the back end? Good point. I don't think that just we're going to chuck it up deep to DeAndre Hopkins is going to work tonight. We'll Why? see. Maybe not. I against it's the well. Steelers, I mean, you got a little tape out there now. Throw a little, He's a rookie quarterback. Throw some wrinkles at him. You got to go into Pittsburgh. Short week on the road. Thursday night. It's the Steeler defense. They'll make a Fitzpatrick's out, I believe. So,
2: if I were to give you over under on Will Levis touchdown passes, mm-hmm. and I set that at one and a half, what would you
0: take? I would probably. I could still take the over on that. I could You'd take, take two, two touchdowns. Yeah could see two all right but there may be a few turnovers tonight i see so two touchdowns and two turnovers yeah or a like turnover that. could be a strip sack like right it could TJ be a strip Watt sack. yep mm-hmm. yes
2: it could what do you make of this i know you're a big mad dog fan
0: oh yes love mad dog so
2: mad dog uh, with the world series said uh you know uh if, if the uh arizona diamondbacks and this isn't in the nlcs if they win the next two games, I'm going to retire on the spot. Yep. All right. So they lose one of the games. Then he says, oh, uh, I only mean my serious XM show, not my TV all stuff. I think he said that after it happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair, yeah. Enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks win again, and uh, he doesn't retire. Right. But he does go on the Howard Stern show, and Howard Stern says, all right, you don't want to retire. Just you got to do something because people are angry. You'll uh, wear an uh, Arizona Diamondbacks girl bikini, yes, and you will hold the sign that says you're stupid or something. And he goes, you know what, that's
0: fair. They settled on, I think Dog negotiated for a different phrasing than Howard wanted them to go with, but yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Some sort of phrasing on a sign that he'd walk around in in a bikini. Right. Some humiliation for saying you're going to retire and not retire. Uh He backed out on that now, too. Is that official? Yeah. Howard Stern said. How did he get away with that? He just is not doing it. There was no reasoning. Just that's it. I'm not doing it. He just is not. Huh? Not that's thing, that's a bad up. job. Because I did hear the audio.
0: Job. We went on the show. Yep. He, he, yep. No problem. I'll do that. That's fair. The whole nine yards. It sounds like Howard Stern's done with him now. I, it's hard to blame Howard, to. right? If you renege on a promise on a yep. deal like that. And there was did. some
1: thought yesterday. People were watching him on first take that he might have popped a gummy before. He went
0: on. <laughs> oh, I don't really? know if that was out there. See, now, the only thing I thought watching him yesterday, at least I didn't even have the sound on. I just saw the visual. So he went out to Phoenix for the duration of the three games yeah. there. And he and Diamondbacks manager Toy Lavello have a bit of a friendship. So Lavello gets him the Diamondbacks jersey. So he's wearing the home white Diamondbacks jersey over his shirt and tie on first take yesterday. But I was wondering if he had, like, a low-flow situation with the shower out there in Phoenix because the hair was uh, terrible, definitely lacking some volume and looked a little, he looked a little disheveled. So maybe that was part of why people thought the gummy, unless they were talking about what he was saying. That I don't I know.
1: No, it was more the, the look the in his look, eyes.
0: Yeah. That, well, you
2: can't rule it out. Was he a gummy guy when he was working? Never? No.
0: This is a more recent thing, and he likes to talk about it often. That he recently got into taking gummies. I just he just will say like I popped the gummy the gummy likes to, oh, maybe I'll pop a gummy I did pop a gummy I might pop yeah. a gummy he's big on the gummies yeah okay I would say that's over the last couple of years yeah. I noticed that yeah. okay maybe since it's
2: become legalized he feels like he can talk about that's
0: it. probably the line of demarcation I would mm-hmm. agree yeah mm-hmm.
2: but now that you now what he's his word is
0: meaningless yes. Meaningless. you got to have a backbone and stick to these things. You do.
2: If you say something stupid, mm-hmm. he's been on the air long enough to know you don't make bets that you're not going to pay off.
0: That's right. There was no upside to that. If well, the, he, he didn't pay off the—we knew he wasn't going to pay off the retirement one. I mean, anyone who pays attention knows that. Yeah. But there was an alternative way to kind of make good on it. Someone you would expect must, him to follow through with that. Someone
2: must have got to him and said, that's going to be very humiliating. Probably his you're, wife. <laughs> you're a very respectable— <laughs> right? Broadcaster, Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe his wife. His
0: wife said, there ain't no way in yeah. hell you're going to do that. Okay, honey. No yeah. problem. No problem. <laughs> All right, see, well let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's get
2: into Raiders Giants oh. because it's getting interesting around here with a couple of uh, little things with that mm-hmm. game. Then I've got uh, some other things. What else do I have? I have some other NFL Items, notes I'd like notes. to get to you. And I have a basketball note I'd like to get to you, and I have a couple more media things that I always enjoy doing. Oh, media things, yes. And then Gio and Jerry Recco will be here at 6 o'clock.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns.
2: Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name's Al Dukes. I've got celo with me today as Jerry's uh, in for the booms. Eddie Scazzeri is here, of course. By the way, this is the type of weather this morning. This was cold this morning. Cold weather. The uh, tire pressure light's going to be going off oh, yeah. on a lot of cars this morning. I have one of the... Uh, I one of the, the one thing I look for when I purchase a car now, I like to be able to see on my dashboard all four tires. Yeah. And what each At all of them times, yeah. pressure is, because mm-hmm. I get obsessed over it. This idea that that orange light comes on and it's and it just is like it's one of your four tires. Yeah, right.
0: Figure it out. <laughs> no
2: way. <laughs> but mine's gone off. Mine's on now permanently. Just started
0: this week. Permanently, even though all my tires are properly. Oh, inflated. you gotta go get that checked out. Well, what, what could it be? It just I don't one know. Something's it's off. Like a yeah, some okay. sort of sensor that's off, or a computer, to... a computer issue within your car's uh, system or whatever. I don't want to go to the dealer to for yeah. that. Yeah, that's a thousand dollars. Yeah, fix that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need it fixed. I know what it is. But having having any do type, do you of... know? But then how will you know? When it is actually off. Because I can look at my individual tires. They're all oh, still working. Oh, you have working. both is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I have That's the right. You did just say you have to have that in your car. Or right. you have the individual tires. So you can just disregard that then. Yeah, but it's not... You never want a warning light
2: on your dashboard right. at all times. Correct. Yeah. Like it wouldn't pass inspection yeah. probably if you had to go do that. And And some cars will allow you to reset it yourself. Not my brand. The, really, to to the tire oil. pressure. I didn't know that. Yeah, like you know, could, the
0: oil change, obviously
2: indicator. You oh can, yeah. yeah, you can do that in some of these cars. Well, you got a big uh, Giants game this weekend. Now they play the a uh, big
0: Giants game. Yeah, is a cool game, Al.
2: No, it's not. A, okay. Definitely not well, a cool game. Then. I see what you're saying. It's really a meaningless <laughs> game. Yeah, but here's <laughs> what. Mm. There's
0: a new level of intrigue. How's that?
2: There you go. Mm-hmm. New level of, of intrigue. And I'm with Gio on this one. When an NFL team. Bounces a coach. Mm-hmm. They seem to always win the next. We week. gotta,
0: we gotta do some digging on that. I know that's like the the, the prevailing thought. I yeah. have a feeling it's not as one sided as you might believe it is. Are you saying it's similar to when I say when there's a double header that's you, always a split? That's what, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It feels like feels
2: that way. A team always wins the following week. Mm-hmm. And this would just be an, another low for the Giants if they lose. With Daniel Jones coming back, Mm -hmm. they're playing a team that fired its head coach, fired its offensive coordinator, bounced up Antonio Pierce, a former player for the Giants, Mm -hmm. bumped up the quarterback's coach to be offensive coordinator, told Jimmy Garoppolo, Take a seat. Take it easy. We're going with Aiden O'Connell. Mm-hmm. This feels like they're going to run the Giants right out of that building. <laughs> run them out
0: of the building? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my god. Run them out of the building. You want to tell me there's going to be an inspired effort? Yeah. I can get on board with that. But run them out of the building? Yes. I don't know about that. They I might win run. the game, I think, which speaks more to the the struggles of the Giants right now. Nothing yeah. comes easy, right? Small margin for error, all those things. Well, I don't know if they're going to run them out of the building. Run them out of the this building. This isn't the Cowboys in week one here, 40 to nothing. Mm. I don't now, know. One thing the Raiders aren't doing very well is running the football. Actually, is that right? And they got Josh Jacobs there. He had a touchdown the other night, but yardage wise, hasn't been great.
2: Man, I got Antonio Pierce firing up the firing up the team as you knew he
0: would. And that's t- why they picked him. They skipped over uh, defensive coordinator Patrick Graham. That's yeah. the linebackers coach. Let's get Antonio Pierce in here as the interim HC. He said, "We're tired of losing. It's not a good feeling." And then I love this, CeeLo.
2: Mm. If I am a Raider fan, I am excited. He talked about. Raider pride, yes, and the commitment to excellence. So I did not realize, yeah, baby.
0: Apparently, from his you know his youth, from his, he's big Raiders guy. Oh, is that right? Yeah,
2: I didn't know that either. I saw oh, Giants um, got no
0: shot. <laughs> I saw David Carr, not Derek Carr. David Carr, who does TV work, I forget where now. Maybe it's NFL Network. Told a story about how when he came to the Giants, and I guess I forget what year it was. It might have been after, the year after they won the first Super Bowl in 07, and he was backing up Eli. And they played the Raiders. I think it was early in the season. They were, like, blowing them out. So David Carr got in the game at some point and maybe had a big player, scored a touchdown or something, and, like, spiked the football. And he's like, I come back to the sideline, and Antonio Pierce, dead serious, comes up to me and he was like, don't disrespect my team. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? You're-? And he's like, no, that's the Raiders. You don't disrespect the Raiders. So, like, that runs deep from his roots. Wow. I didn't realize
2: that. I didn't realize that either. I did
0: not know that. Oh,
2: that is weird. weird wild stuff. That is weird stuff.
0: Yeah. Did you see the quote about how he's, he, he he is a former player and he touches players and yes. he needs to feel them and they're going to feel him? Mm-hmm. He's cool.
2: physically touching players and feeling Phrasing players. Phrasing was not
0: great. Not great. Understood and appreciated the uh, the emotion and the the energy and the insight behind what he was trying to say.
2: I just love the commitment to excellence.
0: Commitment That's to the
2: excellence. old Al Davis line. Well, there you go. Commitment Knows his to excellence. Raiders history. Jim Rome used to say, commitment to excrement. Sounds about right. I don't know if he still does that. Uh, you know, I'm going
0: to guess he might eh, if he's talking Raiders. I in don't know. between
2: all of his guests that he has on the show, does he even have time <laughs> anymore to do fun stuff like commitment? I to could see
0: that would that. I could see summer saying something like that mm, a commitment about to the experiment. Raiders. Well, you know, he likes to be, do the play on words. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then the one guy that the Giants' quarterbacks actually are able to hit for completions, Darren Waller. <laughs> he's yeah, not playing right. I mean, it's legitimately the one guy I see catching the ball for the Giants. Broke his
0: own injury news. You know, you oh, know, that he right? was, yeah, he was just like, ah, uh, yeah, this is probably going to be a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, I think it's going to be a little you know, bit. A, a little bit, yeah. A little right, bit, but then, right. yeah,
2: there was some notion of like a couple weeks.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a little bit. Obviously, suggests that it's not going to be this week. Yeah, not going to be he this week. that it might be more than that. Mm. Which I think started with a, hey, are you going to be able to put one of your former teams, your main former team? So, yeah, not ideal.
2: Man, Darren Waller's got neck tattoos. I mean, that's a guy we need out there, CeeLo, to intimidate the Raiders.
0: I don't know, man. He's a really good player. I don't know how intimidating he is. He's he's got a lot of soft tissue injuries and missed time over the years. He's intimidating.
2: Anyone with a neck tattoo is intimidating to me.
0: Yeah, but if you, for sure, for you, but like if. Okay, how many guys on the opposing defense have a neck tattoo? You know what I mean? Like talking about the NFL here. That's true. And this is his former team. A lot of them know him, mm-hmm. played with him.
2: So you're saying that in the NFL having a neck tattoo not that yeah. big a deal because
0: no, definitely not a big deal.
2: Like if you have a if you have an accounting job and you show up and one of the dudes has uh got a neck tattoo. Stands out more. That was even more intimidating, a woman with a neck tattoo. Sure. That's something happened.
0: Just the neck. What about like the full arm sleeve?
2: Yeah, I'm just saying when you go up to your neck, mm-hmm. like full arm sleeve. you're if you're interviewing for a job, you put a long sleeve shirt on.
0: Well, you up to your neck. That up. Okay, so your that's, neck. But if all right, like then,
2: if you have a buttoned up shirt on yeah, yeah. with a with shirt and tie, and we can still see your tattoo it's popping out. Yeah, that's yeah. you're so serious. Send it a message. This is Spike Eskin, <laughs> this skinny vegan hipster. <laughs>
0: I don't think Spike has neck tattoos. I'm not sure uh, I'd have to look. That might be the one area of his body that does not have anything yet. I know he has uh, the sleeves.
2: and yeah. he even has on the hands. So if yeah. he were... To, he's not a shirt and tie guy. Right. Nor will he probably ever be applying for a shirt and tie job. <laughs> but he's got tattoos on his hands, which you would not be able to hide in your... Button down. Do you shirt. think he
0: had a formal interview? Uh, you know what? I better not even go there. A
2: formal interview here? Absolutely. But in radio radio's like um
0: rock and roll. It's uh we take artistic types, uh, creative yeah. types. Creative. So you don't think he sat down with the architect and went shirt and tie or suit for that for that interview? Hmm. That's a good question. A fair question, right? I saw him in a suit at the Marconi's. So he looked good in a suit. I'm sure he does. He's in great shape. Yeah, great shape. Mm-hmm. One of the few people on this earth that's thinner than you are. Mm-hmm. He is thinner than yeah, me. Yeah, no doubt. Although I think he
2: outweighs me. Seriously, really? yeah. I think the what we asked a little one more time, bone
0: density, a little more bone density, or more muscles, or
2: yeah, he's probably it's yeah. probably in the legs. I have no leg muscles, or like no, like I have no meat on my legs. Yeah, I
0: mean he's in the gym every day. Yeah, he's right? a gym guy. Yeah, he
1: does not have toothpick legs.
2: No. I forget where I was going with this, with him and tattoos and the neck, Darren Waller, yeah, and... something about neck tattoos. Oh, neck being tattoos. Intimidating. There's yeah. a great show uh, that I like on HGTV called My Lottery Dream Home. This is a show where somebody wins the lottery oh, yeah. and then they go home. They go looking for their new home because mm-hmm. they won the lottery. Sure, but the host, uh, as the seasons progress, he gets more and more tattoos. Why so, is that? I don't know. He just he's a tattoo guy. Oh, okay. It's I'm not like saying, part like, of the show somehow. No, no, it's not All part right. of the show, but like if you see one of the latest seasons he has tigers on his neck. <laughs> and prior to that the tigers were not there, but like he is so you know, like, oh, this is a newer episode. I was gonna say,
0: you know, if you're watching a rerun, yeah. yeah. If he's got no tiger oh, no tattoos tigers on the ne- on the neck, yeah, I can skip this one. I've seen this before.
2: Yeah, not only that, you can't. You go. I can't even trust the what the what the real estate market is on this one. This guy doesn't even have his <laughs> tiger tattoos. So where are we even at on this? <laughs> oh god, that's hmm. funny. What do you make of this report, Cilo? Uh Mike Cost uh, Brian Costello. <laughs> Mike Costello was a guy who emails me listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In a good way or a, a bad way? way. No, a okay. good way. All very right. good.
2: He's a very good uh, uh, yeah. fan of the radio station. Uh-huh. Brian Costello. He reports the Jets tried to trade for Devontae, Devontae Adams and Mike Bucks Adams. wide receiver Mike Evans. Yeah. W- why?
0: Hmm. Why? What do you mean, why? Well, Devontae
2: Adams, you know, is not a guy who wants to be overthrown or not thrown the ball. Mm-hmm.
0: The Jets have a quarterback that doesn't throw the ball. Currently, yeah. Yeah. So right. w- why that would have been a disaster. Well, I think the idea would be that it's not just for the remainder of this season, but oh, the see. future as well. And it seems clear Aaron Rodgers oh. does intend whether he makes it back this season or not remains to be seen. But as far as next year goes, yeah, sounds he like he's going to be, be here. here. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah.
2: get him here now, even if he's get frustrated, him here. It makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Even if he's frustrated, you can go, hey, listen, Aaron Rodgers is coming back next year,
0: and he's there. I mean, he's not on the field, but he's there at these games. Like he's, you know, he's around the team. Especially with Adams, I mean yeah. that's that's Roger's guy.
2: There also was some idea is like, well, why would the Jets leak this information? And is it just to appease Aaron
0: Rodgers? Yeah, I mean or the or the fan base. Or as the well. fans, like we were in on this. Yeah. I it's possible. I mean, I don't I don't find Joe Douglas to be that kind of guy. Like, you know, they were in on Tyreek Hill. That was very public. We know about that. Yeah. Before he went to Miami, obviously. So it wouldn't shock me. I mean, look we get People, we get worked up about the NFL trade deadline every year, and usually there's not a lot that happens. Correct. It's not like they're wheeling and dealing in baseball, even the NHL trade deadline day or the NBA. Like, there's a lot of movement. Usually, not the case in the NFL. Like, there's going to be some, but like the most, the only I think the only wideout that got moved on deadline day was Donovan Peoples Jones. Like the People's Jones, you know, ever Jets to go get an offensive lineman. Are they how many teams in the league right now need an offensive lineman? They don't exist. So. Uh,
2: I did see a uh, Mike Valenti who is our works at our radio yeah, station in Detroit too. and who does the show on the weekends with Boomer, where they do a uh, football picks. When the when it was announced that the uh, who got the, the Niners, the Niners, guy yeah. getting Chase Young, I yeah. guess he wanted them for the Lions, and he yeah. he got, stood up in the studio and slammed his chair down. Yeah, some Bob, people Bob thought it was a work. Some Maybe. people thought it was fake. Maybe it was. I it didn't know. look too fake to me. Him slamming the chair didn't look fake Him yelling at his co-host Which the the guy was laughing So I don't think he was really yelling at that guy Yeah, But he did seem annoyed That they didn't get Chase Young Was
0: it Young or was it Montez Sweat? No, it was Chase Young Young. Yeah, okay. I only asked that because Montez Not that the Bears are a threat right now But in the same division
2: Yeah, no, no, he just wanted like, let's go Are we serious as the Detroit Lions Or are we not
0: serious? I'd say they're pretty serious
2: And the People's Jones is there now That's right which I told Jerry Michigan was Michigan native was my one of my favorite players, but I called him
0: DPJ. No, his oh. what's his real first name? It's not Donovan. It is Donovan. Oh. I was
2: I called him something
0: else. His, what do you mean? What's his real first? I just <laughs> no. told you what his. Real I don't no, know. I, I was calling him
2: not Donovan. Oh, okay. Something else. Something and Jerry goes, people's really? Jones. Your favorite player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why was he your favorite player,
2: though? I just love the name People's Jones. Oh, it's okay. hilarious. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break oh, here, yeah. CeeLo. When we come back, we've got some uh, other NFL notes, uh, some media notes. And then uh, Gio and uh, Jerry Jerry will be here at 6 o'clock. Yes, You've got something to tell us. Great friends, great
0: tequila, Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly
2: Lover boy on a uh, Thursday. Welcome back to the warm up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got CeeLo today. We've got Eddie over there. We got Jerry filling in for the booms, and Geo's in his regular spot today. Can
0: I just point out you wow. just said, oh, a little lover boy, as if like you were Damn. surprised
2: to hear it oh yeah it was it but, came up on the playlist
0: yeah i was gonna say but you select the music <laughs> <laughs> no the
2: music director does all the, the music, chooses all the music okay. here
0: i didn't realize we have a music director oh, yeah. on on the payroll now okay correct got yep. it, uh, got it. The
2: music director does all the Understood. ins and outs absolutely
0: mm-hmm. uh there's some uh, chatter
2: around the nfl according to pro football talk mike flory over there saying
0: that the commanders yeah could make a run at Mr. Bill Belichick. I don't. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not here to say that I know better than Mike Florio. Yeah. I'm tapped in. I. I, well, I he's just... not
2: saying. He actually made it a point in the article to say, "I'm not saying this is going to happen. Uh-huh. I'm saying you know, there is chatter it? around the NFL, and he laid it out as to why that would make sense. New ownership, the Commanders. Wasn't
0: this? I wasn't this with Zach Gelb. Or was it not? Um, not I read it as in the, the
2: article? article did not mention that I he went swore on with I Zach Gil. All
0: right, maybe maybe he mentioned it. Okay. in two different places. I'm yeah. not sure. I have a hard time. If I put my thinking cap on, I yep. try and envision. That's a weird one. I don't see that one happening. I
2: can't see him in a Commanders. Yeah. No, on the sideline in a Commanders hoodie.
0: I I don't. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like a fit. I I don't know. I. Listen, stranger things have happened, obviously. Yes. A lot of things we never thought we could envision that happened, not just Correct. in the NFL but in pro sports. Yep. That's one that would definitely knock my socks off. That would
2: throw you off. Yeah. Yeah, that would throw me off too. If he somehow worked his way to the New York Giants mm-hmm. at some point before his career ended, that makes sense. Yeah. Commander's a weird one.
0: Yeah. I just can't I can't wrap my head around that. I can't grasp it. And I understand new ownership and this Josh Harris likes to take big swings. We understand yeah. all that. But uh do they even make cut-off sleeved hoodies for the commanders? Like I mean, he'd... anyone could make a cut-off sleeve hoodie. Oh, okay. You think that they're issuing those? I think he cuts the sleeve, takes a scissor and cuts it, or has Why some. Why would they be selling those up there in
2: New England? Well, they probably
0: are, but I, I don't think, I don't think he, he wants it to have that like disheveled, worn-down look. Yeah. I think he I think like that's a, what
2: he likes to go for. He does like a disheveled look.
0: Yeah. He He never looks put together on the sidelines.
2: He hasn't been uh, linked to anyone romantically since he and his longtime girlfriend have broken up.
0: And wasn't that an awkward... There was something about...
2: Yeah, they were still living together.
0: Yeah, but then wasn't it like he tried to kick her out or she didn't want to go or something like that? She
2: wouldn't leave because she loves the lifestyle.
0: Right. That's what it was. Yeah. And Tiger Woods had something similar with his... Erica Herman girlfriend. There was yes. a lawsuit involved there. She wouldn't leave the house either. Or, or he kicked her out. Yeah, and then she was trying to. Like, say, I, hey, I no, live no. here. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, very hard
2: to kick people out, even if uh, you uh, rent out your home. This is the weirdest one. Like in New Jersey, for sure. Like if you rent out your home, yeah, and the person's lease ends and they don't want to leave, like you can't just throw them out, even though it's your house. What? So You've got to be. You got to take them to court. You guys like a whole thing. You can't just throw people out of a house, even a, if it's your house. Really? Yeah.
0: When the lease ends? Yeah. If there's language in there that says Correct. otherwise?
2: Yeah. It's weird. We're in a weird world, Cielo. Yeah. Well,
0: that's becoming increasingly clear with each passing day.
2: Here's a weird event that happened last night at the Garden. The Knicks game. The Knicks City Dancers went out there. I don't know uh, when they, they dance around at some point in this game.
0: I would think, yeah, the dancers dance around. That's what yeah, they do. Nick yeah. City dancers. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess when they got off the court, the one time they left a whole lot of glitter behind. <laughs> yeah, and they had to stop to clean up glitter. Yeah, and even Chris Rock was out there helping
0: to clean up he, glitter. He wanted the basketball to resume. So <laughs> Let's he said, go. "Let me get down on my hands and knees." And I think some of the Nick players were assisting oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to. And it wasn't
2: like the tiny little glitter. It was. It looked like. Chunks, because they were they were wiping yeah. uh, wiping it off. Maybe one of the dancer's uniforms was falling apart or something. Uh,
0: if it was chunky, that probably actually helped. Yeah, it was chunky. It was, right? Uh, if it yeah. was like the just flat, like, glitter that could just kind of get stuck to the floor yeah. a little bit. Like you can't tr- really just sweep that away. You yeah,
2: know? like stripper glitter you can't get off you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, but this from experience?
2: Was, uh, from way back in the day, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah the strippers <laughs> wear glitter, which is bad, because if a guy is trying to sneak around mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you got glitter on well, look you. at
0: you looking out for the guy that's trying to sneak around
2: <laughs> and you smell like vanilla <laughs> strippers love that vanilla perfume or something oh, something yeah. that smells good I yeah. love the smell of vanilla mm-hmm. I do too that's I'm a, a vanilla tremendous guy. smell sure <sighs> ah vanilla mm. natural vanilla but this, extract. you know
0: they should have had no trouble they they, they like mop and yeah with the sweat, the guys walk around with those huge brooms at the NBA games all the time. Should have been able to fsh, wipe that right off. Yeah, there. but
2: meanwhile, they were using like hand towels to kind of yeah. push it off. Where was the broom guy? Where's the vacuum cleaner?
0: Or that. Yeah.
2: Much uh, better. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they get that taken care of. They change the Nick City Dancer uniform so they're not dropping glitter. That would be good. Right, so we were in the news again, uh, CBO, <laughs> WFAN, always making news. We're, we're, we're the in news. the news a lot. We're in like the media news a lot, digital, which is good. I, I love being in the uh, news. I,
0: I think everyone around here is into that. Now. Yeah, yeah.
2: I see that. To Carl Banks has resigned from his WFAN midday spot yes. with Sal and BT, and used F- you. <laughs> wow,
0: and used Gary Myers to get the word out.
2: Oh, is that right? You didn't see that? No, I didn't know. I I didn't know he went to Gary Myers to get the word out. Well, I thought Gary Myers first. was just reporting on it. Yeah,
0: but where would he have gotten it from?
2: Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he and Carl Banks are friends.
0: Have you read? Did you read that soliloquy? I that did. He t- yeah, I mean,
2: the Gary Myers that wrote the whole a whole book about right. So
0: there's there's a there's a connection there. Yes. There's a friendship. Same way Gary is now f- trying to get Tiki into the Hall of Fame, right? Yes. I so. love when
2: there's a, a battle on the air when guys fight each other on, there and they go back and forth, and they're yelling. And they can't take it. They cut an interview short. Nothing wrong with that. I love it. I also don't like weekly spots with uh, guys because it gets it gets old after a while.
0: Well, in this case, you know, like they mixed it up a little bit. They did, right? Yeah. Well, that's
2: like, oh, it finally gets interesting, and it's like yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Right.
1: You're what? a moron. Get lost, you moron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. Do you want to be all that like that?
2: <laughs> I do. I like to hear it.
0: Yeah, well, sure. When we're on the outside, you get your popcorn and yes. you just pull up a chair and away you go.
2: I was thinking back to uh, when Boomer and Carton first started in 2007. They gave us um, Thomas Jones, a jet sure. running back, yeah.
0: and it Part was of not ground a ground and pound attack. It yeah. was
2: not a great jet season. And as the oh. season wore on, yeah, those know. spots became very painful because uh-huh. Craig was not the nicest to him.
0: In <laughs> well, fact. Because to your point, he's like, well, if this guy's going to come on, I don't want it to be boring. He's got to try and get something out of him.
2: In fact, I believe in that year, Thomas Jones uh, did not was not scoring touchdowns, and he'd this come was over 2007. from 2007. He'd come over from Kansas City yep. where he did well. Uh huh. And and then in one of the interviews, he was asked, he was talking about his friendship with Plaxico Burris. and Craig said to him, "Has he ever shown you where the end zone is?" <laughs> and
0: it was just. <laughs> Awkward. Oh man.
2: Oh, I see we're late for a break. So let's take a break. Come back oh, yeah, with that one was more a story. Four and
0: twelve man genie team. Yeah, oh, boy. yeah
2: <laughs> that got ugly. Yeah, and Thomas Jones came over as like a big free agent at the time, uh-huh. running back. Uh, what do you do? You have a sports minute there. You have to tell us about. C-Low? Yeah, yeah. What Amy Lawrence.
0: Got? It's brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Well, what's her story? This is the part where you're supposed oh, to guess.
2: Amy Lawrence on the World Series. Oh, I bet I nailed it.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, man, only seconds remain.
2: Hurry up, Al. I saw a, uh, a, uh, a trailer for the Barry Sanders documentary that's coming out on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. And even Eminem is in it. Ooh. They got all the big Detroit people There's on a tease it. for you.
0: Actually looks pretty interesting. Is Dobbin Peoples-Jones in it? Uh, no, because he oh, okay. just got there. See, though, yeah. this has been filmed.
1: Already. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.